0: Are you a stressed working woman striving for satisfaction in life and frustrated you aren't finding it? The Contentment Matters podcast is for you. A satisfied life can be achieved by a life surrendered to God and living a life of humility, trust, and peace while doing the plan God has for you. Let's dive into today's contentment principles for living a satisfied Christian life. Hi, welcome to Contentment Matters, I'm your host, Cindy Schwarfiger. Today we will talk about God's will, what it means, and what it has to do with our contentment. So what does God's will mean? It means that God has a plan for the world and for all of us, yet God has a specific will for you as well. What are the three types of God's will and which one applies to you? Let's dig into today's topic and find out. I don't know about you, but understanding God's will is a concept that's hard to understand. God's word doesn't specifically outline it. We need to do a little digging to find these gems throughout scripture. God is sovereign and in control over all things. He created the earth and the heavens and was present at the beginning of time. The end of time will not be a surprise to God. He knows this too. God knows what is happening all the world around the world right now, and he hears the cries for help from each person. Because he is our omniscient all- or all-knowing God, is able to hear all people at the same time. O oh Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. That's Psalm 139 verses one through three. And in this next passage at the dedication of the temple, King Solomon prayed that God in heaven would hear, forgive the people and act and render to each whose heart you know According to all His ways, for you, you only know the hearts of all the children of mankind, First Kings 8:39. God knows our hearts, He hears us, knows what we need, and is in the watchful care of all our ways. God is our sovereign or kingly ruler of this world. He's in control of the things in our lives. The story of Joseph is an excellent example of God's sovereignty. Joseph's story is found in Genesis 37 through50. That is a lengthy passage of scripture, so this is my summary of those chapters. Joseph was the favorite brother of Jacob's twelve sons. The brothers stripped him of his colorful robe and sold him to traders who took him to Egypt. These men then sold him to an officer, a pharaoh. After many trials, Joseph became the second in command of all the land. He had the wisdom from God to ensure that everyone in the land stored up grain during their years of abundance for the coming famine years. Joseph's father, Jacob, heard that there was grain for sale in Egypt. So he sent his sons there, except for Benjamin. Eventually they learned that Egypt's governor is their brother, Joseph. After Joseph told them who he was, he couldn't answer them. They couldn't answer him. Then Joseph tells them not to be distressed or angry because they sold him there for God sent him there to preserve life. That's Genesis 45, four through eight. God had a plan all along for Joseph's life. Even though Joseph's brothers wanted to harm him, they didn't and sold him off to slave traders. And their father Jacob was told that Joseph was dead. However, God wanted Joseph to be the second in the land of Egypt so that he would care for all the people during the time of famine. God's will was for all nations to know him through the providence of food during this time of famine in many countries. In Joseph's story, we learn about God's will for Joseph, his family, and the nation Israel, Egypt, and all the nations around them. God's will is both general and specific in this story and in our lives. So what are the three types of God's will? The first type of God's will is his general will or his ultimate plan for all of humanity. Ultimately, God's will or plan includes his desire to have all people come to know him through Jesus Christ. We know this from this verse. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. 2 Peter 3, 9. and 1 Timothy 2, 4, God desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Even though God's will or desire is that all people come to know him, he gives each person a choice to accept him or reject him. You can choose. This is your free will. He doesn't force all people to come to him, but willingly waits for us to come to him. What is God's will in our lives? The second type of God's will for you and me is called the specific type. And when you answer the question above, what is God's will in our lives? The answer depends on who you are and the specific gifts and talents that are given to you. In addition to that, there is your calling for how you use that particular gift or talent. God gives great spiritual gifts to each of his children. I will have in the show notes four different passages of scripture that uh, speak to that. So who gives us these type, specific types of God's will and how are they used? Each of these specific types of God's will are given to us by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gives each gifts to us according to the portion he wills to give to each person. 1 Corinthians twelve eleven. Like servings of food at the table, you may give a smaller portion to a child and a more specific specific or significant portion to an adult. Food preferences, serving size, and appetite can impact how much of a portion you will give. You know how much food they can handle. A gift that God has given you is an entire portion, one that I may have, but in a smaller portion. Each gift is needed at different times or reasons. I have the gift of encouragement and I write an occasional note to encourage ladies in their faith. You lead a weekly worship service to encourage others to enter God's presence and praise the Lord with their voices. So how are these gifts, specific types of God's will, used? God's grace is not one size fits all. Peter tells us, these gifts are used to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace 1 Peter 4:10. Now I'm not a Greek scholar, but I love doing word studies, so please forgive me if I say Greek or Hebrew words incorrectly. The Greek word for varied is poikilos, which means various colors, variegated, or various sorts. These could be gifts of serving in the kitchen by putting out cookies and coffee for fellowship time or serving in the nursery to care for the wee ones, teaching the women or children about the Bible. Gifts are used to equip the saints to build up the body of Christ. The gift of teaching is an example. You may use your specific type of God's will with the gift of teaching to lead a group of youth on a Sunday evening to challenge them to grow in Christ and another may lead a small group of believers at work to study God's word early in the morning before work starts. I use my gift of teaching to lead women in Bible study one evening a week. All gifts should be used to bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. They should not be used to puff you up. When you use these gifts to honor God, you receive a blessing by sharing them with others. Isn't it amazing to serve God who allows us to use gifts We have been given in so many different ways. There's a third type of God's will, and it's called free will. God gives us the ability to make choices in life. These decisions need to adhere to God's commands and reflect his holiness. But he allows the freedom to choose wisely and even not so wisely. God lets us choose. Here's three um, examples of free will choices that he gives us. One is free will choice of salvation. The choice of salvation is a type of free will that we have. We can choose to accept or reject God. His sovereign will desires to have all people come to know Him. But you have the free will choice to make that decision for or against His gift of grace given to you. These two verses speak to this. 1 John 3.16 for God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of work, so that no one can boast. The second type of free will is the choice to be married or not. We can choose to be married or single in 1 Corinthians 7, 7. Paul talks about this verse how being married or single is a gift that God gives. Within this gift of singleness or marriage, God gives us guidelines that we should follow and for a good reason. God commands that we should be married to another believer. That's 2 Corinthians 6.14. This is important as marriage to an unbeliever can turn a believer's heart away from God. King Solomon was an example of this in 1 Kings 11.4. When he was old, his wives turned Solomon's heart to other gods and his heart was not wholly true to the Lord his God, like his father David. Our career is another free will choice. We can make this career choice based on the talents and abilities that God has given us. We can do this work heartily in whatever, whatever we do to the Lord. That's from Colossians 3.23. However, this work shouldn't be something that wouldn't bring glory to God selling drugs, cheating others out of money, or using women or men for sex, for example. Even within the choice of career, there may be times when God allows a change to happen in your career that will bring great glory to Him. My writing again resulted from a change in my job a few years ago. You can learn more about what happened in my business story, which explains why I started God's Plan Guided Steps. I will provide that link in the show notes. There are many other free will choices that God allows us. He's given us options to choose from as long as they align with his commandments. Today, we learned that the three types of God's will are God's sovereign will, our specific will, and our free will choices. Each one is important for understanding God's will for you we all have freedom in Christ for regarding God's will with boundaries. First Peter two sixteen says live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover up for evil, but living as servants of God. Knowing God's will for us, both general and specific can affect our contentment in our lives. Are we following him? Or are we trying to do life on our own? And knowing God's specific will for our lives can affect how we are contented with the choices we have made and whether they are based on His commands, or are we going along with how we feel in the moment. I hope that this was helpful for you today. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can check out this page on my website, GodsPlanGuidedSteps.com forward slash YouCanKnowPeace. If you know Jesus but are unsure of God's will for you, review the show notes today and check out the Bible verses in today's podcast. Reread them and pray about God's direction for you. I'm hoping to hear your questions about this topic or others on the podcast, or even if you want me to pray for you regarding God's will for you, um, I'd be happy to hear that and pray for you as well. Feel free to email me at cindy at steps. Com. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Contentment Matters. You can get my guide for 25 ways to contentment and satisfaction by going to my website, godsplanguidedsteps.com, or click the link in the show notes. You can live the satisfied Christian life you desire when your entire focus is on God and the plan He has for you. He loves you and considers you a precious gift. Remember, your contentment matters because you matter.